Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome back to Band Biographies. I'm Tom Austin Morgan, your host, and I'm here to let you know what's been happening since the last episode went out last month and what you can expect from the next one. But before that, it's the podcast's birthday. Yes, I was surprised as well. I thought there was at least another month, but it turns out that the preview episode was released on the 20th of April 2020, and the Sex Pistols episode went out on the 24th. So here we are, a year on, and there have been episodes covering The Pistols, The Damned, Generation X and Billy Idol, Susie and the Banshees, The Clash, Buzzcocks, The Undertones and The Slits. You know me, I love a list. In the last part of 2020 and into 2021 I've started doing interviews over Zoom as well, first with the Pete Shelley Memorial Campaign, Sham69's Paul Brightman, and most recently the Stepney Sisters. It's been a hell of a year for many different reasons, and I need to preface what I'm going to say next with a disclaimer that obviously 2020 has been a nightmare for a lot of people, and I truly hope you've not been affected too much by the situation this year, I really mean that. But from a personal point of view, overall 2020 and the beginning of 2021 has actually been a really positive year for me. If it weren't for the podcast, I'd have gone stark raving mad, I'm sure, at times. This podcast has really given me something to focus on over the last 12 months. And it's helped keep my research skills sharp. It's helped keep my editing skills sharp. And towards the end of 2020, I've managed to turn this skill that I've been working on for more than a decade now, and specifically with this particular show, the editing side of things, over the last 12 months, into a job which I'm incredibly fortunate to have. And without the number of you listening, I don't think... I'd still probably have done it, but I don't think I'd have had the impetus to continue if you guys weren't out there getting in touch. So thank you so much for listening over the past year and getting involved and letting me know that you're there. I'm incredibly lucky to have such an awesome following. And those of you that do get in touch have had equally interesting stories as the bands I cover on here. Sometimes your stories overlap with the bands that I cover on here. I feel so fortunate that this podcast has touched you all in some way, and especially that you've reached out to either share stories with me about bands you've seen, or simply just have a chat. There are literally hundreds of you that listen to each episode, and last month my overall download numbers surpassed the 5,000 mark, which astonishes me. Though still only about 50% of the total audience listen to these shorter episodes, which is why I like to think of you guys as the hardcore, 
and I'm still thinking about getting some badges and stickers made up for each one of you that does listen to these. What's been great has been the number of you that have messaged me recently as well. There have been two new reviews on Apple Podcasts from America. Firstly from R.O.B. who says, Thomas Austin Morgan is fantastically knowledgeable when it comes to the history of bands. From forming to songwriting, Thomas shares all the details you could ever want regarding rock bands. Check him out. Thanks, Robbie. You're a long-time listener to mine and my friends' podcasts for years now, and I'm honoured to still have you here listening, and as a friend after all this time. The second review is from Zach Eastman, who says that the podcast is a show that intelligently weaves tales of punk in a way that aficionados can admire and that novices can enter with open arms, ready to learn about the well-known and the lesser-known angles of an evocative end of music. The episode on the slits is one of the finest episodes of podcasting in recent memory. Give it a shot, and be ready to get immersed. Thank you so much, Zach. The episode on the slits really seems to have enlightened a lot of people, which has surprised me, because they're not exactly one of the big names out there, but I think maybe that's why. Zach and I were recently introduced to various film podcasts that I listen to, and he hosts a couple of podcasts himself, the Real Nerds podcast and the Yesteryear Ballyhoo Review podcasts, which focus on new and old films respectively. Go check them out. I've also had a couple of the rarest things that a podcaster could ever get sent. Emails. Stacy Nicholson says, Hi Tom, happy anniversary to Band Biographies. I can't believe it's been one year since the first show. Me neither. I remember hearing about it on the Attaboy Clarence podcast and waiting for the first episode, and I've been hooked ever since. I've got to thank Adam Roach from the Attaboy Clarence podcast. He gave this podcast a shout out on one of his shows that go out to quite a few people, and that really has helped with the numbers on this show. I'm positive. So again, Adam, thank you very much. Stacy continues, here's to many more years. Your biggest fan, Stacy. Now, Stacy is another great supporter of podcasts in general, and a really vocal one at that. She truly is my biggest fan, unless any of the rest of you want to challenge that claim. I'll warn you though, she's Scottish, so watch what you say. I've had another email as well, but I'll save that for just a second. On Facebook, I've heard from Matt Beavis, who says, I've really enjoyed every episode I've listened to. Looking forward to year two. His brother James also says, I've enjoyed what I've heard so far, ma'am. Looking forward to hearing more. James also asks if BBC Radio Kent are going to give me a regular slot. So before I segue into that, thanks Matt and James. I love you guys. And that's a great segue into thanking Leo Ulf from BBC Radio Kent for championing this podcast and playing snippets from it every week or two since about October. And he even interviewed me on his show at one point. As much as podcasts allow you to broadcast yourself, to hear your content on a BBC radio station is a real buzz for me. And Leo himself got in touch on Instagram and said, Happy birthday, old Bean. Tis an excellent anthology and the world needs more music history. Thank you so much, Leo. Heather Woodley and Claire Syme have both offered their congratulations on Facebook too, so thank you guys. And both Stacey and Zach mentioned earlier got in touch on Twitter too and said very nice things there as well. And I may just have hinted at the subject of this month's episode, which I assume Stacey understood, judging by the reaction she had to what I think is a fairly easy one to work out if you're a fan of this artist. Possibly not so easy if you don't know the solo catalogue though. 
Last month, I appeared on the All the Best Lines podcast, where host Smokey, Adam and I pulled apart the 1940 Howard Hawks-directed screwball comedy His Girl Friday, starring Cary Grant and Rosalind Russell. Well, this month, possibly today, I'm appearing on Rated H, a horror movie podcast, to discuss and analyse the 1997 cult sci-fi horror film Event Horizon. I really do pick them. Search for Rated H on any of the social media platforms or whichever podcast platform you use and get listening. It's one of those podcasts I'll listen to over most others when they release a new episode, not just because of the content, I'm not really a fan of a lot of horror movies, but mainly because I love the hosts. Smokey and Ben bounce off each other really well and are bloody hilarious. It should be right up there on your list of shows to listen to, so make sure it is. Now speaking of Rated H, they emailed in with a special message. So here's Smokey and Ben. Hey Tom, it's Smokey. I'm Ben, Tom, hi. It's your friends from Rated H. Uh, we just wanted to wish you congratulations on uh, uh, your year's anniversary. Yeah, well done, mate. Absolutely terrific stuff. Brilliant podcast and, uh, you know, you've done really, really well, mate. Yeah, we are very, very proud of you. It's it's a wonderful show, uh, great guests and uh, wonderful programming. Ben, t- seriously, the, the amount of songs that you hear on this show that have been used in so many film uh, soundtracks is just remarkable. Yeah, incredible stuff. No, it's uh, it it segues nicely with uh, with our interests, and uh, you know Tom's found a, a fantastic niche here and uh, deserves all the look and all, all of the uh, you know the, the stuff that's coming to him. Absolutely, yeah, I couldn't agree more. And shameless uh, self promotion, uh, Tom is on our next episode as well. He also has the loudest snore I've ever heard. <laughs> he made you sleep in a car. He made me sleep in a car, listener. I listener, I think there is no better place to end it but there. He made Ben sleep in a car, people. Cheers, Tom. Cheers, Tommy. Congratulations, my friend. <laughs> well, now I have to explain the snoring thing, I guess. Thanks, guys. Which I'll never be able to be allowed to forget. A few of us podcasters, the Pod Pals, get together for a barbecue every year or two. Obviously, we didn't get together last year, but there are hopes for 2021. The last meeting was in the summer of 2019, I believe. Through some quirk of the universe, both bands I play in got gigs on the same day as that barbecue the other year. Obviously, I didn't want to miss the barbecue, so I did my best to do both gigs and then get to the barbecue in a decent time. Now, the barbecue's happening at the other side of Reading in Berkshire, to me, nearly 100 miles away. My covers band is due to play outdoors at a charity fundraiser at a pub in Medway in Kent on the early afternoon, and the punk band I play in, Swamp Stomper, at the time I was kind of depping with a view to steal the job off their more unreliable bassist, so I couldn't pass it up. Plus, it was playing at the Red Lion in Gravesend, which is a brilliant venue that I'd never played before. So Swamp Stomper was due to play at around 4. Only playing a 35 to 40 minute set though, so I'd be able to get away at 5, drop my gear off and drive to Berkshire for about 7 or 8. As it happened, the charity gig went without a hitch, a solid hour of rock and punk classics, raising money for a brilliant and worthy cause, remember that. Get straight in the car and get to Gravesend, roughly a 30 minute drive. The Red Lion was putting on a multi-band, multi-stage event with something like 30 to 40 bands playing throughout the day. And as usual at these events, despite the best laid plans, certain bands had overrun or had even turned up late and so the lineup was being changed on the fly. 
Now the rest of Swamp Sample was aware of the fact that by this point I was supposed to be in Berkshire, where my friends were already well into their drinking, and we tried to get on stage as close to our original time slot as possible, and that meant we went on stage at 6. We got off stage and packed up around 7. I left after saying goodbyes to bandmates and assorted friends, after giving everything in two properly energetic performances, got back in the car, drove home to drop my equipment off, didn't even change clothes, left at about 8pm, stopped for beers and made for Berkshire. It was 10.30 by the time I neared the venue, but fearing I'd missed the food, cause who'd imagined there'd be leftovers at that time of night, I stopped at the services at Reading and had a Burger King. By the time I finally arrived at the barbecue, it was gone 11 at night. Some people had left, others were far too gone to be able to leave. I had four large bottles of beer and proceeded to catch the fuck up. Now, bearing in mind I'd barely eaten or drunk anything all day. Needless to say, the rest of the night went swimmingly, and many stories were told of what I'd missed as well as me regaling my friends with tales of my exploits during the day. I felt like a real life rock star turning up fashionably late after playing two gigs for two separate bands on the same day. Now two years ago I was quite a bit heavier than I am today, and if I'm left to lay on my back I'll snore. Unfortunately, I did that night. And my snoring is exacerbated by A how tired I am, and I was dog tired after those gigs and the drive, B how much alcohol I'd consumed, I'd not imbibed that much but I had gulped it down after the day I'd had and see my weight, which is about two and a half stone heavier than I currently am, certainly the fattest I've ever been. So I snored. I was apparently in polite company, in that my partner wasn't there to kick, punch or shove me into a new position, so I was left to my infernal devices. I found out in the morning that Ben had bailed out at some point during the night to sleep in his car rather than put up with me. Now this was the summer, and we all had sleeping bags, so I'm sure he wasn't freezing but I wish I'd chosen to sleep in my car in the first place rather than the lounge with everyone else. Perhaps things would have turned out differently and I wouldn't still be getting stick two years on. Forever, that one choice from a day where I'd given everything, including doing my part for a charity, will haunt me and I can't apologise enough to Ben and the rest of the pod pals for my nocturnal nasal noisemaking. Anyway, that's quite enough celebrating though, eh? I'd like to thank Caroline and Benny from the Stepney Sisters once again for coming on last month and sharing their incredible story with me and you. I'd also like to make you all aware that, as well as the single that I mentioned on that episode, the self-titled album is available to stream and download on Spotify and iTunes right now, so go and search Stepney Sisters and you'll find it. It's brilliant. Now, let's talk about this Friday's episode due out on the 30th of April. I'm finally returning to the documentary format. Seeing as I've had at least two months to research, script, record and edit this one, you might be expecting another clash length episode, right? Well, I'm afraid not. It could have been, but my schedule is chock-a-block right now, both with podcasting and my freelance work. So, although the script is basically complete for the full story, there was no way I could edit the whole episode before Friday. Luckily, there is a natural break in the story of this band before its singer embarked on a solo career, so I'm actually introducing two episodes here. This month's episode will focus on Adam and the Ants, from its formative years through to the world domination and eventual breakup before Adam Ant went solo and began an acting career. This episode is ready to go and I'm really excited to get back to the documentary format again. I hope you guys are too. 
Next, I'll be recording and editing the episode about his solo career, and we'll release that next time. It's an interesting story, because much like Generation X and Billy Idol, it starts in London and ends up in America, but with slightly different trajectories, troughs and peaks. I'm really looking forward to hearing what you guys think. As ever, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you, and I'm so grateful for your continued listening and interacting. Thanks again to everyone that sent me messages of congratulations on the year anniversary, and again, please do reach out on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, and by email as well as leaving those ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. But more than anything else, take very good care of yourselves, and stay safe. Till next time, see you in the pit. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.